All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Oilers Nation every day at nighttime? Oilers Nation every day after dark. Oilers Nation every day after dark. Tyler Rebjik, Liam Horobin, live from the Century Mile Racetrack. Liam, you're never supposed to turn your back to the camera. We'll make an exception. Doesn't the wow. track look beautiful? It is a great day for racing, folks. It's a lovely day. <laughs> lovely day. Boogity, 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 boogity. Let's go racing. We're excited. It is Oilers Nation night at Century Mile Racetrack. We do have a full show, though. We're going to yes. talk. There's some Oilers news. It's yeah, also a, a Sherwood Ford giant preseason edition of the show because true. it is a game day tonight. Uh, Edmonton traveling down to Calgary. I saw their bus as I was going one way on the QE2 and they were coming back the they other didn't way. They fly? I'm kidding. I, they flow. I thought they only buses to Winnipeg. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we do have some Oilers stuff to talk about. But first, it is race night for us. Waz is like... I don't know how to describe the mindset I believe Waz is in. He's getting to like go to the stables. And then he was like, hey, can I have the keys to the truck? I was like, okay. Um, But we're having a really good time. The races get going at about 6.15. So if you're watching this and you're like, damn, I was just going to sit at home all Friday night, there's still plenty of time for you to get down here. Yeah, not tonight. We'll see you down here in in Miss. You, I think. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah well, Miskew. it's right by the airport. It's yeah. like Miskey Leduc area, whatever so you I call it. Drove here. I trust me. <laughs> traffic was busy today. Traffic was bad. You were coming from the other way, though. Why? Well, but then I went all the way home and then came back. Oh, really? I don't know why you went here when I got here. I know. Um, anyways, uh, what was I talking about? Big race day. Race, race started six fifteen. I really wanted to do this. The first run of horses. We have the one horse, Diodoro. The two horse. Saucy Posse. Oh, that's, that's a good, a good one. one. 
the three horse CF burden bird on a wire. I know <laughs> four, which my friend from century mile, Jeff Robillard has said named after me. Cause he used to coach me baseball oh. caught stealing home. Number five <laughs> rogue agent, the six horse Winnie Pooh. Oh, that might be mine. That was a big one. No, this next one is number seven, Ruby Red Custard. (laughs) (laughs) That's ketchup. Yes, it is. Number eight, Rezzy's Gal. And that Mm. owner is out of Sherwood Park. So who's the owner? Sam Johnson. He also bred the horse. (laughs) That's what it says. He's the breeder. Anyways, uh, you do get these cool little uh, pamphlets or what do you call them? Uh, programs programs for two dollars uh we're excited we're gonna oh. 4.99 breakfast every wednesday actually is legit that is big. as well so there's lots to do here at century mile um anyways we are live as always on the oilers nation youtube larissa's in and says wish i could be there sergeant battle is sitting right there he is the guy who's gonna get me on the discord he said that's the only reason he came he's rocking <laughs> a beautiful ryan nugent hopkins heritage classic jersey which we are also giving away some heritage classic jerseys here at the event Really? I saw someone on the table. I'm assuming we're giving those away. No one tells me things. I just also, show up and things happen. We're also giving away some nation gear, which is good. I saw that. Um, but let's talk some hockey, Liam. Let's get into it with the Sherwood Ford giant offs or giant preseason question of the day. Who are you going to be watching the closest tonight in the preseason game? The lineup, if you haven't seen it yet, Aaron has the roster pulled up here. I'll go through. This is via... Oilers access who tweeted out Peterson. These aren't official lines, but no. these are the forwards we are. Peterson, Derek Ryan, Warren Fogle, Brad Malone, Raph Lavoie, Dylan Holloway. That's an interesting line. James Hamblin, Xavier Borgo, Drake Kajula, Greg the Egg McKeg, Seth Griffith, Carter Savoy. The D men that the Oilers have brought to Calgary are Kulak Cece, Hoffenmeyer, DeHarnay, Nima Leinen, Kemp. Peters is the extra body. Jack Campbell is expected to get a decent amount of work tonight in the game. But I read you off all those players. The people watching on YouTube can see the roster on the right side. Who are you watching the closest tonight? I think there's only one answer, really, isn't there? Lavoy? Lavoy. Lavoy? Savoy was in my head. He's Raphael Lavoy. Like, he's the one who really needs to make an impression on this team. I feel like everybody else has the positions locked in within the organization, wherever it's going to be, right? But Lavoie is the man who needs to prove himself that he can be an NHLer. And by the sounds of it, Calgary is playing a pretty experienced lineup tonight. Therefore, he needs to prove that he can play against everyday NHLers. Basically, Calgary's dressing their NHL top nine or pretty close pretty to it. Close. About seven out of the nine guys are like legit top nine pieces. Matt Coronado's in that mix as well. They're also playing half of their NHL blue line. They're starting Dan Vladar. It's going to be a really good test for Raphael Lavoie. I really am having a hard time seeing how he doesn't crack this team. Me too. Honestly, to a point of like, no matter how bad he plays, I think you keep him up and you don't risk losing him on waivers. You would, there would be, even if you like what Brandon Sutter's bring into the mix in the preseason, he will go down to Bakersfield. Yes. Let him work on his conditioning. There is no sense sending Ralph Lavoie down, losing him on waivers, and a month in being like, oh my God, we have two injuries and we could have just called up Brandon Sutter anyways. Well, I think a very good example to back up your point there, Tyler, is the fact that Ty Smith cleared waivers today. That actually is. Brandon Sutter, if the Oilers choose to sign him to a contract, essentially. 
will clear waivers if the Oilers want to keep him. Or do you look at the Ty Smith thing and say, well, if he clears, someone like Raph Lavois should clear. Ty Smith was a first-round pick. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, that was – the Ty Smith thing was very surprising. Nobody wanted to take a swing at that guy for free. It's very weird. Like, if you're Arizona, why are you not taking the swing at Ty Smith? If you're anyone, like, even Pittsburgh, like, I'm surprised they even put him on waivers. But anyway, yeah, like, waivers is always an intriguing thing. I feel like – I think Lavois would go down because he's more – developed i guess yeah. you could say looks more nhl ready maybe smith isn't there but waivers it's not as crazy as it may always seem you know what i mean maybe we shouldn't be that scared of waivers yeah yeah like what I was that guy scared. last year um i don't i can't remember but Boiler? Was, no i think he was a toronto maple leaf he, he went through and teams that they were everyone's oh he's not gonna clear and then he cleared yeah. Uh, a few years ago it does kind of happen. Tyler bit. Ennis went on waivers and then he cleared and yeah. all that stuff. Uh, Riley is in and says, so true. To be honest, I think we've seen more from Lavoie than Sutter. I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. I think I think Brandon Sutter right now is really struggling to keep up with preseason pace. I think Brandon Sutter a month into the season, you could sit there and go, well, his conditioning will be better. Or Frank made this point, Jonathan Taves. Yes. He was good for a while. And then by the end of the year, he's out of gas because of the long COVID stuff. So there, it's just, it's such a risk with Sutter. And I, from the perspective of keeping him here and hoping you get reliable results to also the perspective of potentially losing a guy you picked in the second round a couple of years ago. So yeah, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, Riley had another interesting one that I wanted to get to. He said, surprise, there's no Broberg tonight. And I understand where you're coming from, but there's like five more preseason games. Like, yeah. you know, you want to get looks at everyone. I like in the game against Vancouver, I was really, really impressed with Gleason. I thought he was their best defenseman in that game. Yeah, he he's good. I think he's he's good with the puck. He's he's got a good IQ for it. I think his feet are the reason why he would go down. Like he's just not that quick on his yeah. feet. But I think is if he's like your eighth option and you say you have an injury in the playoffs and you're like, damn, where are we going? Like the others now have that depth to be like, oh well, we yeah. have Ben Gleason, who's a Left shot, I think he is. Well, I mean, so. you, you rattle off the five guys who you know are in the lineup, yep. the D-men. Okay, and then you got Broberg and DeHarnay. Marcus Niemelainen, put him on waivers, send him down, whatever. Yeah, He's your eight. And now there's Gleason as your nine, potentially? Like, Yeah. Yeah, that's... Uh, you're starting to see the makings of, like, it's you that. could survive an injury or two. Yeah, exactly. Knock on... There's no wood around here, but whatever. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, there I think go. that's the... Uh, go ahead, Aaron. I'm very comfortable... With Ben Gleason, I liked him as an eight nine D man. Yeah, he looked really minutes. good in that Vancouver game. Like he did. He's I best him man. all over yep. the place. Like twenty minutes. A guy like that, you're not asking him to do anything crazy. He'll no. come in, be paired with a CC or a Kulak. If God forbid, knock on wood. Yeah, someone gets hurt. Were to happen, but yep. uh, that was a nice. That's been a nice find for me in the preseason. Yeah, it's only twenty five. A lot, of, a lot of years left yeah, there. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Peace is in and says, Gleason is him. Don't know about that. <laughs> Michael's in and says, just play Derek Ryan or Holloway at center. Easy solution. Um, no. Derek Ryan can't skate well enough to play center. He can win you a draw, but he's got to sure. play, play the wing. He can't. Like Jay Woodcroft, yeah. when I was sitting in on his interview with Frank, he talked a lot about back pressure, having good back pressure, not back checking, back pressure. Back pressure. Derek Ryan can't give that to you. Dylan Holloway, what, what did he struggle with last year? Coming out of the D zone. Yeah. A lot of turnovers as a winger. Do you trust that guy in a more dangerous area of the ice? Probably not. They tried him at center a little bit, didn't they? Just to, I think sometimes so you put guys at center to just maybe 
a lot more when they're playing. Like on the wing, you can kind of get lost in the game sometimes. And yeah. I just don't think Holloway is there at the moment. Or Ryan, like it'd be good to just have an experienced guy who's played center. Sergeant Battle, Gleason better than Broberg? Hey Gotta now. ask the question. It is the preseason. <laughs> I was thinking a funny bit for us through the rest of training camp would be to like kind of make up controversies, oh, yes. like things like that. Like, yeah. oh my God, is Gleason past Broberg on the depth chart? <laughs> Can you believe it? Better than us? Gotta ask the question. Here's one I'll throw you away. I have a new article up on the site right now, OilersNation.com, if you want to read it. I listed my Oilers wish list for this year. These are things, they're not predictions. These are not things that I'm saying will happen or like, you know, I think with numbers and stats to back them up, this, they're, these are whatever, you know what I'm saying? But these are five things that for the vibes of the season, I really want to see. Okay. Number one, very easy, more Connor McDavid dominance. We all want to see him get 170 points. That's just for pleasure more than anything. Yeah, like yeah. That, that's what this list is. It's like for my own enjoyment of the year. Okay. Number two, breakouts from Dylan Holloway and Philip Broberg. Yeah. I think it'd be really cool to see those guys kind of come into their own. It'd be really cool to have the Oilers kind of add two impact pieces where over the summer we haven't really been considering those two impact pieces. So what would a breakout be for you? Why would you define that in those two players? Consistency. Dylan Holloway, impactful third line winger who scores 15 goals. Okay. Philip Broberg plays on a pairing with Ekholm and has success. Philip Broberg's success would be they don't go out and get a big name righty at the deadline. His name, his success for me would be that he's in the lineup every night. Yeah. And just a guy you can actually yeah. play in this he trusts in. Same uh, with Holloway. Number three, this one probably should have been number one. A Darnell Nurse bounce back. Yeah. I like, I hate so much that he's become a whipping boy. For this fan base, it's so dumb. Listen, you would all take nine point two five million to play on this blue line if you could. Him signing that contract's not a problem. Was I frustrated with Darnell Nurse at points last year? Yes, everyone was. I saw what all of you saw, but I also think at some point, with defensemen specifically, there becomes an element of like confirmation bias where you'll watch him and he'll make four or five good plays. Darnell Nurse will have two good games, but then he makes one mistake. And defensemen yeah. make mistake all, mis- mistakes all the time, but he'll make one mistake and you're like, bust, hate him, overpaid, worst defenseman we have. Like, I would love to see him go back to his Canadian division self. Yeah, me too. And I, the thing is too, let's not act like other great defensemen in this league don't do the exact same thing as well. Exactly. Like we sit here and act like guys like Eric Carlson and Roman Yossi or Hedman don't make mistakes. Does no one remember that McDavid absolutely walked Hedman that one day? But people still regard him as one of the best NHL defensemen in the league because he made one bad play. The one bad play shouldn't define Darnell Nurse. I agree he needs to be... He had bad stretches last year, but like that's fine. And that can't happen on a consistent basis. The one that will always stick out for me is that almost a defining play of his season was the pass behind the net against St. Louis. Was it something like that? And then they basically scored. And it's, it's a play I always think about, but I just feel like that was so not as often as people think it was. Yeah. Uh, Dukes is in and says, number four, Tyler grows a mustache. Oh, November is coming. November is coming. We should talk about that. Uh, Jack is in, says Vinny needs to be more physical and fight a bit. George LaRock would teach him well. I mean, eh, I don't think Vinny, Vinny DeHarnay being six foot seven is all the intimidation he needs. When yeah. he's out there, guys will not screw around because he's there. I don't, yeah, I, I don't think he needs to be more physical. I actually think sometimes being more physical can take away from his actual game. Mm, I, I think Vinny's a 
a, a presence back there, like you said, just with the way he looks. He's also a terrifying looking human being, despite yeah. being six foot seven. That has nothing to do with it. I would not like to come down the tracks on Vincent Dehane. Uh, Sung Jay is in. He he wants to see Broberg break out, and he says Nurse Broberg pairing by the end of the year. Book it. It's interesting. Nurse Broberg. I don't I don't like that. I don't like that either. But I'm not closing the door on Philip Broberg being a top four D man this year. No, I'm not, not writing either. him off. I'm not either. There's it's buzzing in here. We're at Century Mile Racetrack for uh, the Oilers Nation at night at the Ponies. Everyone's getting ready. Studying their programs. Bag Milk has shown up. He is in attendance. I'm excited to see him uh, rattle off or see some of these horse names because they're good. Yeah, they are good names. They are good yeah. names. I'm excited to see the racing begin when we are 10 minutes away, 15 minutes away. Right? Yeah, Six? I think the first heat doesn't run till it says post time 6.15 on the program. So I think we got yeah. half an hour still. Okay. Well, so we'll keep rolling. They're, they're doing something on the track right now. It looks like they're, they're essentially... Ice, not icing. It was. They're flooding. raking it, raking They're flooding it. it, but in horse terms, Zamboni-ish. It's, Zamboni. it's like when they what they do to the infield at baseball games. They rake it. Yes, yes. And they're just driving a truck around. It, it did rain a lot, right? So you want to make sure for the horses. Yeah, it looks like a good old uh, Ford F one fifty. Aaron's so far away that I feel like he might be saying stuff, and we're just totally ignoring you. Him. You good? You're good. All right. All right, you're all good. Uh, let's keep moving along with today's show. Uh, the big Oilers news that we got today, outside of the fact there's a preseason game, Steve Steos hired away by the Ottawa Senators. Uh-huh. Yes, He will be the new president of hockey operations. And this is a really interesting story to kind of dissect through the stages of, yes. of what we've heard and kind of seen over the last few months. Oilers get eliminated, and there are strong, strong rumblings. Frank was on our show talking about it, that Ken Holland was potentially not going to be the GM this year. Mm -hmm. He's heading into the last year of his deal. The organization was going to kind of say, hey, it's time to maybe just transition power over. We don't want you going in. Just lame duck last year. We're going to give the job to Steve Stavos. It really sounded like for a while that Steve Stavos was going to be the next GM of the Edmonton Oilers. Yes. I think if I can connect some dots, what maybe happened is Ken Holland pushed back on that idea. I think Ken Holland really wanted to see through his five-year contract. I think he won that battle. Remember back at that press conference he had at the end of the season when he was kind of asked about his future and asked about Steve Steos. And when you go back and read some of those quotes about Steve isn't ready yet, he said, I think he's a good assistant GM. Yeah, But he talked about, I'm paraphrasing away in a a bit now, but he talked about Steve Steos kind of had lessons to learn. Yeah. And now here we fast forward to a couple of weeks ago, Ken Holland comes out and Steve Steos has been taken off the website. He was not in their guide and record book to start the year or their media guide. Mm -hmm. Everything Steos was scrubbed from the organization. You couldn't, there was no digital footprint of Steve Steos being an Edmonton Oilers employee. Yeah. Ken Holland says he has a family emergency. Hasn't talked to him in a month. Which was a wild comment to make. Insane. You could have just said, didn't even have to put the day on it. Could have just said he's not with the organization right now, whatever. Yeah. Plenty of different away. ways to, to go about handling that. But you go back, those now feel like direct shots at Steve Stales. They, they really do the more you think about it. Of like, yep, yeah, he left the organization for a month. No one's spoken to him. No one's all this stuff. Like the assistant GM things. And now, yeah, like here we are today. The Oilers basically announced he's gone. And then seconds later, he's with Ottawa. Hey, I mean, I woke up this morning to the news from Chris Johnson. Steve Stales is the next president of hockey ops. And again, 
we knew there was a chance this happened. We knew or speculated the reason the Oilers might elevate Steos faster is because they knew this Ottawa thing was coming. New yeah. Senators owner Michael and Lauer and Steos go back to their Hamilton Bulldog days. I think this, and I don't think we will ever get the truth publicly. I think this was a much, much messier divorce than the press release leads you to believe. I would agree. I think the groundwork is there for it. And should there be something coming for the Oilers in terms of a compensation in a small way? It's interesting. The Oilers had to pay for Peter Shirelli and he wasn't even They scrubbed hired. that rule though, right? Oh, they scrubbed it? Like a week after the Oilers had ah, to give up their pick. How convenient NHL. Well, I'll give him a pick. But so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But on the flip side of it, I think this could be a good thing for the organization in the terms of if Holland, whatever his future holds, right? Yeah. Whoever the next guy is, there's not doesn't have to be Steve Stales now. And from a Jeff Jackson perspective, it's, okay, now I can bring in my guy and not just a guy this organization's been training to be the next person in line, right? So I wouldn't have been the least bit surprised if the Oilers had something along the lines of, Steve, you will be our next GM, just wait a year. Yeah. And then, hey, this is a president of hockey ops job. This guy's never been an NHL GM. He's kind of barely been an NHL assistant GM. Yeah. And Ottawa's given him the keys to the whole thing. Very senators of them, really, isn't it? It's, I don't know. Owner hiring his buddy. Like, I, I yeah. like Steve Dows. I think he's going to be a fine executive, but this whole scenario has just been weird. I, when the Steo stuff came out, I admittedly was a little concerned about the idea of a rookie executive in the NHL taking yeah. over a Conor McDavid-led team. Now, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying the others have dodged a bullet in this, but now you you have the opportunity of, of bringing someone in with experience and all that kind of stuff. Right. I think it's, I think this is better for the organization than maybe some people are made it seem. Here was the Duke said the press release seemed a little passive aggressive. And I honestly kind of agree with it. I haven't read it. Oh, we just, uh, we lost our camera. One sec. We are still here. All right. Let's, uh, let's put up the, let's step aside for a quick little star mechanical ad break here. And we'll get our camera sorted out. The joys of being live. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care plush care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wigovi and zepbound for those who qualify take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss that's plushcare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I'm on location, but we are back. That was a very quick fix. I didn't even leave my seat. I, I rented a bathroom. And it's probably yeah, yeah, a good bathroom <laughs> break for Liam. Uh, we are live at Century Mile Racetrack. It's Oilers Nation at night at the track. We are about 25 minutes away from getting going with the first races of the day. Um, big shout out to our friends at Short Ford, the Giant as well. Yes. The Nation truck is buzzing around here somewhere. I gave the keys to Waz. I don't know where Waz went with the truck. Waz has also been seen on the track multiple times. Mm. He's having an interesting experience here. Um, but let's keep going along with the Star Mechanical News Desk. We talked about the news that Steve Steos is the brand new president of Hockey Ops in Ottawa. We had a comment about that. Um, oh, Riley, Riley had a comment. He deleted it. He said, good organizations kind of have these. You have the plans in place, succession yes. plans. Now it feels like the Oilers might be scrambling. I'm very intrigued to see what Jeff Jackson does next summer with this GM hire. Because it's his call. If Ken Holland is walking away, which we are led to believe he is, like that's the word on the street, is he's not signing no extension to keep being the GM of the Oilers. There's no like clear cut, obvious guy out there. There's no one, like it's not, I don't think it's going to be Brad Holland. You don't think so? No, I don't think it's going to be Keith Gretzky. Uh, yeah, I, I think, think some people at a point may have thought Tyler Wright is the guy getting trained. He's gone. He's fired. He's not getting that job. <laughs> I also don't think from what we know about Jeff Jackson, I think he's a guy who likes progressive hires. Yeah. I don't think he likes the traditional hockey mold all that much. I don't think this is going to be Doug Armstrong leaving the St. Louis blues to be the GM of the Oilers a year from now. What? I don't think it's Doug Wilson. I don't think it's anyone like that. No. What if it's the, uh, the new fellow they just hired whose name I can't say yet. Michael Parcati. No, he's not a GM. You don't think so? No. Why not? What you just for saying he, he wants to yeah. keep progressive hires and that boy oh boy that would be one. But a guy who's been in the organization for like that little amount of time. If he does a good job, then I wouldn't be shocked if he's a candidate. I guess you could say. And and maybe, but again, what you're going to elevate him to GM? He had, wouldn't have been assistant GM at all, right? Maybe yeah, maybe not then. Right? Maybe he's the next assistant GM. Like that's yeah, a natural that would, elevation. That I, I think it's going to be someone that we aren't even talking about right now. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if they go the agent road. I know some people are joking in here saying Sam Gagne, but Mike just said Dave Gagne. <laughs> hey man, like Maybe. they work, work at the same agency as Jeff Jackson. They know yeah. each other. Riley says Keith Gretzky's name always comes up. I don't think they would do that. I don't, I don't think they can do that. And we've spoke about it multiple yeah. times on this show. It's not due to Keith Gretzky's inability to do the job. It's the fact his name's Gretzky. Yeah, and people would just hate it so much. People hate the fact that Paul Coffey's still involved in some regard, and no one really knows what he actually does. But you know, uh, you know. I'd, I'd keep an eye on that scenario. Oh, no. If we're talking about maybe a name in the organization, okay. Well, there you go. Paul Coffey, next GM. You had it here first. All right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, other news today: the Minnesota Wild made a couple of signings. They re-upped Matt Zuccarello to an extension, and yep. they signed Marcus Foligno to a four-year, sixteen million dollar really? contract. I did not see the Foligno one. Yeah, it just came down a couple hours ago. Good guy in the room, but come on, four million bucks. His stat line: he had seven goals in sixty-five games last year, Liam. <laughs> Yeah, that's not good. Didn't Minnesota do this similar deal with a guy like Jordan Greenway as well? And they had to pay to get rid of him. Yeah. This is, uh, 
he's a Bill Guerin kind of player, I guess you could say, right? Clearly. Like, I think Billy Guerin's a real good GM. It's interesting how many former Oilers turn into real good GMs. Yeah. Um, but that's a lot of money to give Marcus Foligno. Uh, the Blue Jackets also claiming goaltender Spencer Martin off of waivers. I, I think Daniil Tarasov is a little banged up, so there's some insight into why they do that. The Canucks also have Colin D'Elia, obviously Thatcher Demko, and they went out and got Casey DeSmith. Smith. So they had, no, they had no need for Spencer Martin, so that's fine. Um, there was another piece of news from since... Oh, Andre Vasilevsky is not going to be playing the first 8 to 10 weeks of this season. Yes, yeah, so they have three backups in contention. It's Matt Tompkins... Former Shirt Park Crusader. Former Shirt Park Crusader. Nice. Uh, Johansson, who was with Colorado last season. And I believe the other guy is a rookie from Finland. I can't yeah. remember his name off the top of my head. Yeah, Hugo and Anafelt. Yeah, he was on a World Juniors team for a couple of years. They need to hit the waiver wire. Or they, they need to sign Yaroslav Halak. They, yeah, either one would probably work. Or there was the um, Dan Vladar trade, which could be a possibility. It's a good, good deal. Was he 2.2 million or something like that? I I bet you he gets them a second or a third round pick. Oh yeah, definitely. He's a, he was he's a really good goalie. He's the best goalie last season. And they have Dustin Wolf. It sounds yeah. like right now Dustin Wolf starting in the American League from what Craig Conroy told Frank yeah. the other day. Um but Sungjae's in Vladar to Tampa prediction. I don't think ta- like you know it's only 8 to 10 weeks. At the same yeah. time, and also, like, they don't have money. Like, a $2.2 million backup is a luxury they cannot afford in well, Tampa. That's true. You got to think back to last season where they were, they couldn't afford to pay Alex Colon, and that's why they lost him. And they lost Yanni Gord the year before that, too. Like, this is an organization that is, has gone to the cap every year and then won, and now they're losing a lot of guys. And they have to rely on guys like the three backups they had, right? Like, they had Brian Elliott forever because he was just a league minimum kind of deal. Yeah. Curtis McElhenney had trips through Tampa because he just signs for basically no money. So anyways, uh, Cooper had this to say, I want everybody to be clear on this. This isn't the end of Vashi's season. He'll be back. And hopefully knowing him, it'll be sooner than later, but for a short time, we're going to have to fill the gap. Yeah. You know, he's coming back. You know, you're going to play the absolute wheels off him and you know, they can't afford a $2.2 million backup. Go give Yaroslav Halak seven or nine hundred k a million bucks because you'll bury him when Bashlevsky's back, and and bridge that gap. Don't what? risk their division's tough. I think I know Frank wasn't super high on it, but I think their division's tough. So you is- can't risk starting the year six games under five hundred because Jonas Johansson, who is terrible, is your goalie. <laughs> Who's uh, division is Toronto, Montreal, Detroit, Boston, Florida, Florida, Ottawa, yeah, Montreal, Montreal. Yeah, that's a tough one. It's good. It's a tough one. I once had someone who works in the NHL tell me Jonas Johansson is the worst goalie in the league. <laughs> and they said he wouldn't. The line, they had some hilarious line one time when he got claimed off waivers. And they were like, he would be the worst goalie in the American Hockey League. Wow. They were like, he can't make it through a practice. So anyways, <laughs> that was one executive who did very much did not like <laughs> yeah. Jonas Johansson. Um, anyways. Live on the YouTube. Tyler Mulek's in. I'm late. Old lady had me running shorts. Is Tyler a Discord member? I just downloaded the app. I, I it is in the process. I'm in the process. I said someone from the YouTube had to come over and teach me how to do it. So Sergeant Battle showed up. He's here. <laughs> he will sign me into it once the app's done uh, downloading onto my phone. Wi-Fi is great at Century Mile. It is good, yes. You could treat this place like a Starbucks. Just come bring your work. <laughs> Computer, sit, watch the ponies, get stuff done. Excellent Wi-Fi. We even lagged once. No, it's been it's been solid. The 
the issue came from ourselves from kicking out the camera yeah. cord. <laughs> yeah, that 100 percent was us. To do regular work. Why not? Yeah, good atmosphere. Great idea. Bet you the restaurant's real good. Uh, we also have an exciting announcement at Ooh. Oilers Nation. Nationgear.ca. You can get your tickets to the Oilers Nation kickoff party Wednesday, October 11th at the home of all of our parties, Greta. We're going to be burning the house down on a Wednesday night to celebrate the start of the season. If you want to get your tickets, go to nationgear.ca right now, teaming up with Greta, teaming up with our friends at Budweiser. All the event is in support of Kids Sport as well. And if you're here at Century Mile and you think the giveaways are good here tonight, we got Heritage Classic jerseys, we got Nation Gear. Did I, ooh, I don't know if I can say what our big giveaway is, but we have a lot of tickets to a certain event that I think you will want to attend. Oh, and we will be giving away those tickets at our kickoff party on October 11th. So giddy up. I'll have to go. Nationgear.ca again, always in support of charity. We're doing it with our friends at Kids Sport this year. We are also still running our big sale up at nationgear.ca. So if you want to pick up some merch before the start of the year, this little guy, that sweater's on sale $59, Liam. It's a great deal. The sweater I'm wearing is also on sale, $59. We also have some old blackout gear we're blowing out from last year's Black Friday. So lots going on at nationgear.ca. Continuing along, let's talk a little Betway Other Sports Report. Because if you've been watching on the YouTube and you see my eyes constantly darting out to the left, you will see I've been watching the Toronto Blue Jays game. And a sack fly by Kiermaier is going to bring in one more run. It's 4-0 Blue Jays. A win tonight for the Toronto Blue Jays drops their magic number to one. A Blue Jays win coupled with a Seattle Mariners loss. The Toronto Blue Jays could clinch a playoff spot this evening. Really? Yeah, big night. Only two more games after this one left in the regular season. So if the Jays just win two of their final three, they're going to get in, but they could clinch as early as tonight. They're up 4 nothing on the Tampa Bay Rays. The Jays were money line favorites. My bet of the day up on the Betway feed was the over 7.5, and, and it's looking like the Jays just might do that themselves as uh, their well, center fielder just dropped that. Just dropped it. Dropped that. Here comes Cook. That's a nice double. Wow. Anyways, this is not us doing baseball play-by-play. Um, look at those. Ju- oh, look at those. Oh, you missed it. What? They were wearing play by play. Yeah, they were yeah. wearing like um, almost blue jay pajamas in a way. You look yeah, good. Oh yeah. Oh no, that, that was the giveaway. It was a hoodie. Oh, those are so cool. Yeah, they look cool. Should have gone. Uh <laughs> NFL slate this Sunday. I know we're talking about a lot of betting because we're we're out of the horse track. It's in the it's in the atmosphere. It's what you do. Uh anything you really like this week, NFL wise? Um well, actually, I had a How lot. How about your lions? I was going to say, I had Woo. a lot of fun last yeah. night. Did you, you, did you, is the Betway I, account flush? I cashed out last night. I was, I was feeling pretty good about myself. That's a good feeling. I had a Lions money line. I had um, Sam Laporta yards, which was like 44. He crushed it. He's the best. He crushed that. He's good. And He's then, really um, good. Oh, I had Jared Goff touchdowns. Oh, and I had David Montgomery touchdown. Holy I had a big shit. night. I had a yeah. very big night. No and let me put it on the record. Liam against me in fantasy football benched David Montgomery. Top choice. It was a bit, it was a bad decision. And I'll tell you why quickly, because the people on NFL network said he was inactive. Ah. And then I got busy throughout the day. I'm a working man. I'm a busy boy. Yep. Game time comes as David Montgomery running for three touchdowns. Aaron, anything you like on the NFL slate this weekend? Um, honestly, I'm more looking at race one at caught stealing home. <laughs> These people got to get down here. Cause I got a really good feeling about this one right now. <laughs> Bag milk. Do you like any, like any here today? 
listen, I got something here at 12 to 1, 10 to 1, 10 to 1. I'm in on all three. <laughs> We're going to have a good night here at Century Mile Racetrack. About 10 minutes left here in the show because that's when the races are going to get going. Maybe only five minutes left. So we have time to go play some wagers. Yes, please. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, let's get into it. Um, anyway, shout out to Century Mile for having us out here. Shout out to Betway 19 Plus. Please play responsibly. Uh, Oilers taking on the Calgary Flames. I believe we're about an hour away from puck drop between those two sides. Talked a little bit earlier on about what we're expecting. The Oilers have made some roster changes or roster decisions. Big ones. Did anyone, anything stand out to you out of that group? No, not really. And I shouldn't say big ones as in, oh, they cut someone big. It's like, there was just a lot of people that went down. Yeah. 15 players went down in total. There was nobody really. Honestly, the biggest surprise was the, the players that stayed up. More than anything, like I think in the next couple of days here, probably after the weekend is when they'll make a few more cuts. I think they play tonight, tomorrow, and then Monday. Yeah. So I think Sunday night is when we'll see kind of trimmings. They'll just have a few guys like Savoy and what was that defenseman's name? Hoffenheimer. Oh, uh, yeah. No, Hoffenheimer. Yeah, Hoffenheimer. He'll probably go down too. So I was no surprised Jaden Gruby didn't stick around a little bit longer. Yeah. I was surprised Ty Tulio didn't stick around a little bit longer. I was surprised Max Warner didn't stick around a little bit longer. I just think that... But I guess I, you're getting to that point. Yeah, this is coming down a little bit now, isn't it? I know we joked about how many preseason games there are, but after this weekend, there's only going to be two left. Right? Yeah. Two or three, whatever it is. So, got to make decisions eventually. And then um, the Condor season starts on October 13th. So they have their own little camp. There too. is probably something to going down and getting yeah. acclimated to Bakersfield, knowing that, like, again, I know I mentioned that group because I'm very high on all of them. I yeah. think they all project to be pretty good NHLers. I yeah. think they're going to help the Oilers one day, but I don't think any of them are helping the Oilers this season. No. So let them go down and get acclimated for all of those guys too. first pro season. Yes, so get is. your house figured out, right? Like you're not in junior anymore. Like it, yeah. it could be a bit more of a process. So maybe I shouldn't have been uh, so quick to judge on that one. Did the Jays and was the inning done? The or inning did, is or they were, did they yank Savale? I think the inning ended. Okay. Oh, actually, because ah! there was two on and one out. On it. Oh, look. Who knows? We weren't watching. Yeah, we don't know. We're, we're uh, Tyler Mulek is in and says, I like what Groob's going to bring in a couple of years. I do too. I think he projects as a very, very nice bottom six piece for this Oilers team. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think that's what the Oilers have a lot of right now is kind of bottom six guys. Yeah. Guy like Petrov, I think can be a top six player. You got an update? End of the inning. Ah, darn. Yeah. Must have been a double play. Yeah. Somehow. But um, yeah. And then the Oilers have a, a lot of good prospects. So I, what many yep. people will tell you. Um, Tyler Mulek wants to know our take on the Mark Stone stuff from the other day. Uh, yeah, like I didn't think the hit was that dirty. And I didn't think it was. I saw someone comment on our Instagram and was like, How would you be reacting if McDavid got hit like that in a preseason game? One, he Stone's fine. Yeah. If McDavid reacted that way, I would probably be a little bit like, Calm down preseason. I don't know. I just felt like Mark Stone was just being Mark Stone. Like, I don't know. He's kind of got that personality. Yeah. And also McDavid just wouldn't put himself in that situation. He, that ke- too. he keeps his head up when he plays hockey. Yeah. That's one like Mark Stone, like him. just because it's preseason doesn't mean you cannot get hit legally, yeah. legally hit. It was a legal hit. He just hit him hard. And Mark Stone freaked out. Like, and I, I those comments after always drive me nuts. It's like, and I get it. It's, like, it's disrespectful. It, it is. And Stone's in like the heat of the moment and all that stuff. So I get it. For but no, but you've calmed too. down after the game. And that's the thing. 
it was midway through the second period. Yeah. And he's still going on about it. And then he's like bragging about what he did to Brent Clark, who also loves to run his mouth too. So it was quite funny in a way to see yeah. him in that situation. But he's just like, Stone, you're not the, you're not a big tough guy. You're not making yourself look any bigger. I'm sure a lot of people around the league are actually probably laughing at what you're saying. Yeah. We are. Also, wasn't Mark Stone like a seventh round pick? Like, dude, you were that guy. Yeah, you were that guy your first couple of training camps, right? Like, you weren't the number one. Like, you had to go grind. You just picked 170th overall. So, like, politely, shut up. Yes, I I agree. It's a golden ice way. Wind your way to victory. Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? Uh, Let's wrap up the show by giving some love to our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Liam, they are here to protect memories. That's what they bring with their travel insurance. When we go on our nation vacations, they'll stand in. They'll stand in for you. They'll give you the travel insurance you need. So if anything goes wrong, you are covered. Uh, What was your favorite memory of the show? Of the show? um, Honestly, I think just beginning the show and it's not part of the show, I suppose, but just being here. uh, I was going to say our best memories are the ones we've been made yet tonight because we're going to have a good time at the track. I'm, I'm really excited. I've never seen a live horse race. Really? I've never seen one. You've never been here. I've never been here. I've been to I've been to the one at the expo. Like I've seen it and stuff like that, but not here. This one specifically. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Man. All right. Um, yeah, I'm just gonna say my favorite memory is gonna be watching you taking your first ever horse wow. race. Thank you. Aaron, favorite memory of the show? Uh my favorite memory was when the center fielder dropped the ball. And we were doing play by play. That was a fun memory. That was a fun memory. Uh, protect your memories with Alberta Blue Cross. There is only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross travel insurance protects your memories and more wherever your travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca slash travel for more. If you're watching right now and you aren't subscribed to the YouTube, that's going to be a problem. Why? Because the show's back every day on Monday. Yes, it is. Let's and then go. once you watch our show, you can then watch Jason Greger's show right after. And then once that show's done, eventually you'll be able to watch pre... Are we, the, sorry, say are we saying the name? I wanted you him on camera. It. We haven't yet. We so haven't. No, 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 we okay, haven't. Well, you'll be able we to have a name a for the pregame show. Yeah. And then after the game, you'll be able to watch after that. There's another again. show. So we're loading you up here on Oilers Nation YouTube. So hit subscribe. And we're almost we'll, at 17,000. Yeah. Also... Oilers Nation Radio and Nation Real Life are going to be posted as yes. full hour-long video shows starting right. next week. Right? We're doing that next week. I, I Yeah, it's on my calendar. Okay, we're doing it next we're week. So, so that means... We are so back. We're so we're back. so back. Two episodes of ON Radio every week. Two episodes of Real Life. Five episodes of Oilers Nation every day. Five <laughs> episodes of Gregor puts you up to 14 plus pre and post game. Subscribe to the YouTube. You're loaded. Point. You're getting like 30 shows a week. Subscribe to the GD YouTube. Yeah. Liam, uh, we talked about race one, race two. Katie Lou, Bearcat Abigail, Mataki, goodbye, see you later. (laughs) Eight to one. That's my pick. Sapphire Blue or Past Affair. Who are you taking? Oh, uh, Bearcat Abigail. Ten to one. It's a good one. It's a good one out of Camros, Alberta. Love the Kodiaks. Goodbye, see you later. Goodbye, see you later. Goodbye, see you later. That name is electric. It would be ironic if that was his last. It would be, but we're not going to put that into the universe. A uh, big shout out to our friends at Century Mile Racetrack for hosting us for today's show and hosting the entire night. We are going to have a good time. Yes, we are. This is hopefully not the only time we're doing this because I think it's going to be like yeah. a top tier nation night. If you miss this event though, and you're like, damn, I wanted to hang out with all the Oilers Nation crew. Season launch party, October 11th at yes. Greta. Tickets available now at Nation Gear. Dot ca big shout out to sports closet and the sports closet studio get your heritage classic gear now 
Sherwood Ford, the Giant, Star Mechanical, Betway, Alberta Blue Cross, and of course, our friends at the Century Mile Racetrack. Big shout out to AB and our, boy, our new boy, Pat Puff, for helping with the setup on today's show as well. Yes, and for helping me with something else. Let's go racing. We'll talk with you on Monday. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. 